Aloha. This is Emily Thoreau Threat, host of the Grief and Happiness Podcast. Every Friday, I share with you my love notes, giving you a little something to think about as you navigate through your grief journey, finding happiness expanding along your way. And every Tuesday, I post my regular podcast sharing wonderful conversations with people you can relate to and who offer you encouraging ideas and helpful inspiration. I'm so grateful you're joining me and look forward to hearing from you your thoughts. My podcast today is entitled Moments of Grief. I have a wonderful studio that my husband Ron had built for me when we moved to Maui. He knew I would miss the studio I had on the mainland, so he arranged for a bigger studio to be built here. As wonderful as my studio is, by the time it was completed, I needed to be with Ron most of the time, and even though the studio is on our property, it's far enough away from the house so that when time was of the essence, when he had medical emergencies, I couldn't get back up to the house fast enough. So I didn't spend much time there. After Ron's transition, I couldn't bring myself to go to the studio. Two years later, I was feeling creative again and had been appreciating what a wonderful gift the studio is to me. I was there one day and was suddenly overcome by tears. I realized that it was a profound moment of missing him. When the tears slowed, I was able to complete what I was doing before I came back up to the house, though still a little shaken. Ron used to spend so much time on our lanai, the Hawaiian word for patio, where he would enjoy the beauty, the birds, the rainbows, and the butterflies that would actually come up and land on him. He told me that there would come a time that when I saw a butterfly, or heard the birds, or saw a rainbow, that I would know he was right there with me. Also, we got married on 1111. So whenever I see 1111, I feel his presence also. Since that episode of the studio, I've been a little fragile. I've had moments of grief when I see something about someone dying on TV or someone mentions a loved one that they're grieving. But each time something comes up, the birds or the rainbows or the butterflies show up. And so does 1111. I was talking on the phone one day with someone from a company who's helping with a big fundraising project that I'm working on. I'm very excited about this project to raise money for the Jazz Camp Maui my granddaughter created. When I hung up, I looked at the phone, and it was 1111. Ron loved the idea of this camp, so I know he's right here supporting my efforts. Think of what special things remind you of your loved one and notice when you see or experience them. We all are more prone to moments of grief during the holidays, and that's perfectly natural to go through this experience. The key is to stay in the moment and to not get lost in the sorrow. Think of how our loved one would want us to feel. Remember the joy of our love for them. Find little ways to celebrate that joy from writing or calling someone who's just alone for the holidays, to volunteering someplace that could really use your help. Discover how wonderful life still is and how much better it is because of the love you got to share. Do you want more comfort, support, and happiness? 
Join the Grief and Happiness Alliance. Visit my website at lovingandlivingyourwaythroughgrief.com and read my book, Loving and Living Your Way Through Grief. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, review it, and binge on all our episodes on grief and happiness. I can't wait to welcome you back to another episode.